feel like the crew is playing as they get ready with just a couple more games left uh, going down this stretch? Bell haven't had a great game plan coming in, and it's the same thing that they used against Howard Payne last week is keep the football and do not let UMHB's offense get their hands on it. And so they were able to, to have 39 minutes time of possession on Saturday, which is huge. Uh, and, and they moved the ball pretty well. Uh, you look at the scoreboard and you go, well, you know, they really didn't do a whole lot offensively, but in the stat sheet they did do some things very well offensively. And, again, that time of possession is the biggest thing for Bellhaven. On the offensive side for UMHB, they played – pretty well Ryan Redding had some had some bumps and and he's he's got to get better uh if he's going to continue at quarterback Kyle King uh going through turf toe right now which is very very painful and it's you know especially for a quarterback it's hard to set up and throw with that so the offense was um it 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 was hot and cold I guess is the best way to to put it it they ran the ball pretty well but they didn't throw the ball very well on Saturday uh, but bottom line for them again, they got the win, uh, and and it, and it you know that's that's what you want to do defensively. They played they played lights out. They they held a Bellhaven to a minimum. Uh, they couldn't get off the field sometimes, but they they didn't give up uh, the points, and so uh, that's what matters the most. Special teams wise, KJ Miller <laughs> with three or four punt returns. I I don't know why people continue to give him an opportunity with the football returning kicks but he was special on saturday there's no doubt all right 160 yards in punt return wow yeah yeah that's getting it done uh astros despite giving up a grand slam the astros bring the series back to houston uh down still down three games to two but they're back in houston uh tomorrow night for game six and hopefully uh on Wednesday night of Game 7. So we'll see how that goes. We'll talk more about that coming up a little later on. And, of course, also coming up uh, later in our program, we're going to talk about the departure of Gary Patterson. Interesting. Uh, TCU says, hey, we want you to leave, but we don't want you to leave until the end of the year. And he said, I don't think so. Uh, I'm out. So uh, That's crazy. It is. I mean, that's what the second done, time we've seen. What he's done for that university and been able to – you know, put them on the map, get them into the big – I mean, they wouldn't be in the Big 12 without Gary Patterson. There's no doubt. Um, and then you have a, a statue of a guy out in front of your stadium and you tell him his services are no longer needed. I, I, it, I was shocked to see Gary Patterson step away from TCU. I thought that Gary Patterson might leave on his own accord at the end of the year maybe. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just need – a new perspective. Maybe sometimes you just need to recharge the battery. It didn't look like Gary Patterson was having much fun this year. Let me just say that. But I'm like you. I didn't know they were going to show him the door. No, I hadn't. I, I did not see that coming. That I was thoroughly shocked in that situation. All right. We'll, we'll talk about it uh, coming up uh, in a few minutes here on the program. Baylor wins over the Texas Longhorns. We talk about it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, and the 7 o'clock hour, a service of good feet. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Expect sunshine and blue skies today with a high of 79. Tonight's low will fall to about 55 degrees with mostly clear skies. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with a high of 78. Our next rain chance looks to be Wednesday ahead of an approaching cold front that will bring about a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms to the area and much cooler weather with a high Wednesday of 67. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from volleyball coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, this week only from 6 to 7 p.m. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for outside or inside your home or office. Western art and pictures to hang on the wall. Purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. They offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. It's the world's best Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Here's a little toss to Avery uh -oh. Smith, spins out of a tackle. He's uh -oh. to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Abram Smith into the end zone. Did he get in? Yes! Touchdown, Abram Smith! Touchdown, Bears! Abram Smith punches it in for Baylor. Ah, that's good, Ward. That's good. The mamas and the papas. A little Monday, Monday, huh? 
718, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, quick note from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, by the way, 254-662-1660. Good morning, guys. Love listening to y'all. Cowboy D uh, stood up last night. But the big thing the O needs is to is uh, to take away is that Cooper, Lamb, and Elliott need to play like that each game to be winners in January and, dare I say, February. Yeah. Uh, they played well last night, and, and, and you know, and I'm like Ward. I think guys rallied around Cooper Rush last night. So, oh, I, I think there's no doubt. So there you go. All right. Uh, yes, a Saturday, terrific win for the Bears. They uh, they come from behind again, Ward. It's it's perplexing, uh, but Texas with a double digit lead can't hold it in the second half, and and Baylor was able to to rally and and outscored Texas 14 to 3 in the fourth quarter and win the football game 31 to 24. You know, one of the things or the thing that I kept hoping for and, and talking about, you know, for my keys to the game was that Baylor be able to run the football on the offensive side so they can control clock and and keep the ball away from Texas. Well, mission accomplished there. And number 2, Make Texas one-dimensional. Shut down. If you don't stop B. John Robinson, you're not going to win the football game. They flat slammed the door on Texas's running game and, and made and, and made them one-dimensional. And they threw the ball. Well, I think they had 280 yards or something like that in the passing game. But you, you knew at some point that it was all about Casey Thompson. And I'll say this. Casey Thompson's receivers didn't exactly help him all day long either. There were some drops and – and some things like that. But, uh, man, did if I'd have told you that B. John Robinson is going to carry it 17 times, you're, you're probably thinking he's got more than 47 yards. Best, run, oh, yeah. best running back on the foot – best two running backs on the football field were Abram Smith and Tristan Ebner. Bar none. No question about it. Abram Smith, 21 t- opportunities, 153 yards. Uh, it had eight yards in losses, so 145 net. 21 for 145, and Tristan Ebner, 12 for 66. So, uh, man, Baylor's running game was there. And I went back and started looking at the, the, the drive chart. Again, here we go, 11 for 75, five minutes. Nine for 53, four and a half minutes. Nine for 75, 14 for 80. They had some drives where they just pound the football, pound the football, pound the football, and that's what they want to do. I mean, they're always constantly talking about pounding the rock and, and getting it done there. Well, they flat did it uh, Saturday. And, and when they got behind, and, and let's be honest, that was not Gary Bohannon's best performance by any stretch of the imagination. Through a couple of picks in the first half, and, you know, you're starting to think, uh-oh, what's, what's he going to be like? Well, from all indications and talking to some of the guys after the game, uh, Bohannon was fine. Uh, he, he came back and, and, and played well and let him – let him in the second half. He did not let those two interceptions become, you know, become troublesome. And, and, and boy, that's that's a sign of a leader, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You, you want your quarterback to be able to have a short memory. And, and if he's able to do that, good things can happen for this offense. Flush it and move on. It, it, Bo Hannon was a 17 of 30. Uh for 190 yards, but it was it was about the running game. And so, Ward, you and I are old school guys when it comes to football. They can they can design all these exotic looks and formations and all that, but it still comes down 
to blocking and tackling and winning the line of scrimmage. So if I say that Baylor was able to run the ball for over 200 yards against Texas, that tells you the offensive line got the job done and won that battle. And when I tell you that Bijan Robinson, the third leading rusher in the nation, has 47 yards, tells you the guys up front for Baylor's defense got it done as well. They won the line of scrimmage. Therefore, they won the football game. More times than not, if you do those two things, you'll win a football game. And they won it on both sides, both sides of the ball. Their offense, offensive line got it done, and their, and, and their defensive, those guys in the box played well. I mean, they played well, and they got after they got after Texas. Good win for the Bears, and, and now they got TCU. And it's going to be an interesting Saturday in Fort Worth without Gary Patterson on the sideline and, and how that all unfolds. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll know more about, uh, you know, about the TCU situation coming up a little later on. Drew Davison from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram is going to join us. But Dave Aranda after the football game talking about his football team's victory. Just way proud of the defense, offense, the team with how we responded to adversity. I think, you know, the, really the last time we were in and, uh, in some adversity didn't handle it as well as, as we'd like. And, um, you know, I, I look at myself first with that. And so just the work that, um, that we, we do daily and the practices that we uh, try to, con- try to um, come up with to put people in spots and just talking about things and showing examples of, of how and how not to handle tough spots, I think, it's way proud of the guys because I think everyone had individual battles today where it didn't start the way they wanted it to, to start and to um, not make up, make up stuff, to not shut down, right, to not point fingers, and to just kind of keep pounding the rock. Way cool to see. It's Dave Aranda from uh, the Baylor Radio Network in Learfield. Heard right here on, uh, on the postgame after the uh, Bears win over the Texas Longhorns 31-24. to If I would have told you – and look, I I I wasn't, I didn't I didn't know what to think about Texas under a new head coach and and what they were going to do back in July or August. I mean, I know a lot of people were saying it's uh, you know it's Texas got all this talent now they got a coach and it's going to be Oklahoma and Texas battling it out for. I, I didn't know, but I tell you this, I didn't think they'd be four and four and two and three in the league. Did you? Probably not. Yeah, I mean you 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 don't know how how it's going to unfold with a new head coach. Is it going to take some time? Uh, do they have enough talent to just have somebody plug in a coach that can right the ship immediately? Sometimes you see that. More times than not, you don't. But I, I did not think that they would, they would have this hard a time holding leads. And that's, that's mind-boggling to me how many times they've, they've done this now, and including Saturday, get – get up on somebody and, and can't finish the job for whatever reason. They just cannot get it done. And, and a lot of it, you have to tip your hat to the other team, but my goodness, uh, somehow you got to be able to figure out a way to hold serve when, I mean, the, their month of October is just miserable. When you stop and look at cotton bowl, Oklahoma, what was it? 28 to seven. Then uh, at back home the next week against Oklahoma State, seventeen to three, can't hold it, a- and then they're up, they're up ten against Baylor uh, on the road Saturday and can't hold it, and and uh, boy, it's just uh, that's becoming an ugly trend for Longhorn fans. Boy, it is, and I mean, I'm telling just, you, you you've got to be able to finish games, and right now 
And you would think with the running game that they have to put them in those situations to get them up that they would be able to do that. But it, that is not the case with this football team for whatever reason. You know, I, I do find it interesting. And we were all – all of us were guilty. We all talked about the ability of Texas in their running game, and, and rightfully so. I mean, they the stats proved it. I mean, Robinson had over 900 yards coming into the football game on Saturday. But by golly, he's <laughs> he, he checked in at a whopping 2.5 per carry on Saturday after going for 47, uh, 40, 43 yards net on, uh, on 17 carries. I mean, 17 for 43. Uh, that is – that's getting it done on the defensive side of the football. It is. And I'd be interested to see, and maybe I'll try to look at it, how many of those yards has Robinson had in the fourth quarter this year? And that, that should be a telling sign of what's wrong with this offense because I don't think it's a whole lot. I think they uh, – well, I'll tell you, uh, they threw the ball a bunch Saturday, and that's because they couldn't run. They threw it 38 times, Ward. Mm-hmm. 38 times he threw the phone. And there was a couple of drops. I mean, and then, you know, the one thing that I keep – that Baylor is susceptible to the big play. They gave up another one Saturday early in the football game. Uh, I think it was 63-yard bomb for a touchdown, uh, busted coverage. So, that's that's the one bugaboo that they've got to get fixed. Uh, but again, if I'd have told you four quarter, uh, eight quarters of football, and one flag, you know they had no penalties against BYU. None. That's that. And, that and, in itself is the most amazing thing. And Saturday they had one, one holding call. Unbelievable. Where this team was getting flagged like crazy. Over 100 yards a game. In the first three, you know, first handful of games. But now, over the last eight quarters, one penalty to put them behind the chains. That's. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Nope. So now, what do we got? We got a three horse race for AT&T. You got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. That's it. Because Iowa State went to West Virginia and got beat. Mm-hmm. So now. You basically have a three-horse race to see who's going to go to AT&T Stadium. So, away we go. Here's what the Bears have left. TCU. Uh-huh. Then they have Oklahoma at home. Uh-huh. Then they've got Kansas State on the road. And then home for Texas Tech. Hold your breath, Dave Aranda. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, that, I, I just, it, it lines up pretty well. Doesn't it? It lines up pretty well. But, I mean, again... They're going to have to continue to do what they're doing, and I'm not those saying are, this is going to happen. But I was pretty good football teams. Yeah, take I, away TCU, sorry Stephen Simcox, but they're you know, they're, but it, they're not very good right now. Let's say you let's say you go two and two, beat TCU, beat Tech. That's a nine and three football season after going two and seven. Well, yeah, that's that's incredible. That's a win. Boy, that's is not that where, that's not where they want to be. No, it's not where they want to be, and it's not where I don't think it's not where the fans want to be right now. It's be greedy. Don't you want to go to AT&T? Well, yeah, yeah, now now you can be greedy a little bit. Absolutely. Now it's about let's let's win them all. Mm-hmm. But if you'd have, if you'd have said at the first of the season they're going to win nine games this year, you'd have probably got a big laugh out of a lot of people. Probably. I, I, I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, they won two last year. That's right. There's no way that, you know, anybody – with an offense that was going nowhere fast. Yes, there's no there's no way that anybody other than Coach Aranda, his staff, and the players, there's nobody outside of that that looked at this football team and said, 
Yeah, they can win nine this year. Nobody. Good point. Internalize it. Yeah. But everybody else is like, okay, they had two. Got an offense that's going all over the place. Mm -hmm. Don't know what, you know, don't know. Now you're going to bring in a new offensive staff, and you got to teach this new offense. That's going to take some time. And here they are sitting seven and one. Uh, it's very impressive what they've been able to do. Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. Playing terrific football. Mm-hmm. I mean, and playing smart football. As we mentioned, just one penalty in the game on Saturday. It's unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you fall into more penalties than that in more cases. <laughs> you would think, yeah. All right, seventh, we're running late. 731, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears making the trip to Fort Worth this Saturday for the rivalry matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs. Join Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for all the action of Baylor Bear football. Bears, Frogs, this Saturday from Fort Worth, here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. Come join us, Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for complete listing. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows Direct for a free in home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com, or call 254 301 7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Perina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love. Including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Cinch. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Filling in for Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush led the Cowboys to a 2016 win over the Vikings. The Texans dropped a 38-22 decision to the Rams. Tonight on Monday Night Football, the Giants visit the Chiefs. Baylor is up to 14th in the latest AP college football poll. Georgia remains number one ahead of Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Michigan State. Another weekend, another Big 12 coaching casualty. Gary Patterson is no longer the football coach at TCU. Jerry Kill will fill in for the rest of the season. The World Series moves back to Houston after a 9-5 Astros win over Atlanta. Game six will be tomorrow night at Midnight Park beginning just after 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Bust it. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Monday with Tom and Warden. This is a champ for <laughs> we, we welcome into the program Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you, buddy? What's going on this morning, Jerry Hill? Well, I have a job and Gary Patterson doesn't, I guess. Wow. How about, did you see that one coming? You know, I thought um, just just because of his status there, I thought they would for sure wait till the end of the year and it would completely be his decision so i would i was surprised and i guess maybe more than anything just the timing of it um you know when, when you're sitting there at three and five and you've got four games left i just i like i said i figured they would wait until the end of the year and then try to work something out then you know that's a guy that has a statue on that on that campus so um yeah it, it definitely took me by surprise yeah it's exactly what we talked about thought that maybe yeah. it would come at the end of the year because he did not look like he was having much fun this season uh, no, he didn't. I mean, you watch the games and, and you watch, you know, just how he, you know, is working the sidelines and stuff, and he, and he didn't. He didn't. Now, I would say there's a lot of times when he doesn't look like he's having fun. But, yeah, this year in particular, it just didn't look like he was struggling and just, you know, trying to figure things out and whatever, but just did not look like he was having a good time. Jerry, I'm trying to figure out uh, what I'm most impressed with, the uh, Baylor's ability <laughs> – to win the line of scrimmage and run the football or Baylor's ability to limit one of the premier running backs in America to 44 yards or whatever it was. I mean, that was – they they yeah. won the line of scrimmage. Let's put it that way. Yeah, they did on both sides. And, yeah, I, I, for me, I mean, just knowing what Bijan Robinson can do, that was probably the most impressive thing to me. And, and, you know, honestly, we've seen this offensive line do what it's done most of the year. I think the one exception – might have been Oklahoma State, but um, yeah, I just think facing one of the country's top running backs uh, and you hold him to 43 yards on 17 carries, career low 2.5 yard average. Um, yeah, this was a guy that came in averaging 132 yards per game, ranked third in the nation, and you just shut him down. His longest run was nine yards, and that came you know late in the fourth quarter. So yeah, I think that to me was the difference in the game. How good a sign was it for Gary Bohannon to overcome adversity and lead this team? Yeah, I mean, where you hadn't seen it, you know, because he hadn't had a lot of adversity. You know, he he had had one interception, he had one fumble all year, you know, through the first seven games. So the fact that he, you know, 
I want to say, I don't want to say he looked bad, but he, you know, that was a pretty rough first half and those two picks were really on him. Um, so yeah, I, I think for him to then bounce back and I believe he was eight of 11 in the second half and led him to three straight scoring drives that, uh, you know, completely flipped the game. I mean, they, they went, you know, from 11 down to 10 up, um, scoring 21 unanswered points. So yeah, I, I think, you needed to see that, and you did. He he really played well in that second half. No question that Baylor was able to move the football in, in the second half and, and go put points on the board, but it is uncanny how Texas has leads in football games, and they can hold serve. Yeah, three straight times uh, that they've had double-digit leads and, and let them get away. I mean, you know, they were up 21 on Oklahoma. They were up 11 on Oklahoma State, up 11 on Baylor, so – yeah, it's, uh, you know, as I think I said in my game story, it's a very common refrain for these guys because they've, they've seen it, you know, time, and, you, and you do wonder, Tom, if that does get in their head a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when Baylor answers right away, you know, when Texas went up uh, 21-10 with that third quarter score, Baylor answered right back. And, and probably in their head they're thinking, oh, my gosh, here we go again. And, and they did, you know. I mean, Baylor was able to score three straight times and just kind of, um, took a little bit of the life out of them. I mean, they had, you know, a shot there at the end, but, you know, got the ball back with two minutes left and, and did nothing. I mean, Baylor's defense really got after Casey Thompson on that series, and he throws four straight incompletions, and that's the game. How much does this running game help the Bears get to where they're at right now, just being comfortable in their own self with the offense? Yeah, I think it's, you know, obviously the biggest thing on the offensive side is what they've been able to do in the run game. When you go from – just really not being able to run the ball at all last year. 90 yards per game. That was what that was what they had. I think they had 813 yards for the season, and now Abram Smith is sitting there through you know eight games with uh, 930 yards. So yeah, I think that's been obviously. I mean, Gary Bohannon has played well, and he's you know he's done his job. But I, I think the difference on the offensive side is that ability to run the ball you know, move the chains. And, and in some ways, you know, I, I don't know that they look at it that way, but it certainly shortens the game and keeps, you know, Texas offense is one of the more dynamic offenses you're going to face all year. And you kept them off the field with some of those long drives because every time, it seemed like every time Baylor answered, it wasn't like a quick one. It was, you know, a long drive. So, um, you know, I, I think that has been huge for that offense and have to give a lot of credit to that offensive line and, and coach Mateos the new offensive line coach because you know that this is a lot of the same pieces I mean they brought in two grad transfers but this is a lot of the pieces that they've had and and this is just a different offensive line you mentioned that we just talked about that uh I, I, I just went through because I, I highlighted it on my stat sheet uh, yeah. because it was so impressive 11 plays nine plays nine yeah. plays oh, yeah. 14 plays when you've got it that long the other guys don't got it <laughs> yeah, and they're all, and they're sitting over there getting nervous because they're like, when are we going to get back on the field? And you know what it does? It makes that defense tired. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think by the end of the game, certainly the second half and, and late in the third quarter, that defense was tired. And, and I, I'm trying to remember, I guess it would have been Abram Smith. Um, somebody asked him about, you know, did, did you see, you know, you wear that defense down? And he said he it was saw, able. you know, guys with hands on hip and stuff and, and so you, it was visible that that defense was tired. So I think that's the two things it does. It keeps that other offense off the field, and it makes the defense really tired because it's a physical 
game. You know, it's not, you know, this little, you know, hitch and pass and, you know, throw it all around the park. It's, it's physical. It's some physical downhill running, and that's, that wears on a defense for sure. Jerry, do you think anybody envisioned this offense coming together this quickly with the new scheme? Or I would say no. Um, maybe Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator. I mean, obviously he's had or he had that kind of success at BYU. They ranked among the best in the country. But, you know, he's taken over an offense that really struggled last year. So I don't know that even Grimes, you know, really felt like this offense could be this good this early on. Because I, I just think back to, you know, when Matt Rule came in on the flip side, you know, with that defense, uh, Phil Snow even said, hey, this is going to take some time. You know, this is going to probably take two years. And it was really into that third year before the defense really got it. So for Grimes to come in here and, and completely turn this offense around um, to where it is now is, I, you know, it's got to be one of the stories of the year in college football, I think. Jerry, they're 7-1, and one, and now it's time to get greedy because it, it really is down to three. It's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor for the opportunity to go to AT&T. Yeah, and that's that's a cool place to be. I mean, you you still have you know obviously Oklahoma coming to town, but that's the good thing. Oklahoma's got to come here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Oklahoma has to go to Oklahoma State too. So Oklahoma's got a really tough road to go. They still have Iowa State as well. So uh, yeah, this is a tough road for Oklahoma. But Baylor's got to take care of business. You know, they've got two road games left at TCU and K State, and then the home games here with obviously with Oklahoma and Texas Tech. So. Yeah, it's a it's where you want to be, and you know, and I think I think maybe even going back to Chuck Reedy, Grant Taft, they they would always say you got to have a November to remember, and they can certainly have that this year. Jerry, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate it. We'll see you a little later on today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. That is Jerry Hill uh, from uh, the Baylor Bear Insider and the. Uh, Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University. And uh, thanks to his insight on Saturday's win over the Longhorns. All right, let's uh, talk about Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive, 6620774. You need that phone number, by the way, 6620774. We'll give it to you a little later on, too. They're locally owned, independent pharmacy, and your one-stop shop for all of your pharmaceutical and medical supply needs. You know what? And here's the thing. There's a million options on how to do this deal. You know, you can you can go inside the store. You can go. You can walk up to a window. They'll come out to your vehicle if you like. There's a drive-through. There's several ways, or they'll they'll bring it to you. They have free delivery to your home or to your office. Uh, office. Uh, they they've got walkers. They've got wheelchairs. They've got uh, uh, diabetic shoes and inserts. They they've got uh, all kinds of over-the-counter products, and of course they offer vaccines as well. It's a, it's a full service. Uh, pharmacy at uh, 3211 Robinson Drive. That uh, you're, you're heading down New Road, and then at some point New Road becomes Garden. It's the corner of Garden and uh, and Robinson, which is Highway 77. So check them out. Uh, you, you'll you'll love doing business with these folks. I mean, it is they're going to give you that hometown feel because they're going to know you, and you're going to get to know them, and you know then you're going to place your order for your. Um, for your prescriptions, and you're going to get a text message that says, hey, your, your, your prescriptions are ready. How do you want to handle this thing? You want us to deliver them? You, you want to come pick them up? I mean, what's the, what's the story? They're open Monday. I love these hours, by the way. Uh, for, for people who work, these are hours. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, 
at Saturdays, 9 to 2. I didn't say 9 to noon. I said 9 to 2 on Saturdays. It's Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Waco football on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Lions conclude the 2021 season this Thursday night when they travel to Duncanville to take on the Panthers. Our coverage of Waco High football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action just after 7 o'clock. Don't miss Waco and Duncanville. It's this Thursday night at 6.30 here on your home for Waco High football, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all of your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Filling in for Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush led the Cowboys to a 2016 win over the Vikings. The Texans dropped a 38-22 decision to the Rams. Tonight on Monday Night Football, the Giants visit the Chiefs. Baylor is up to 14th in the latest AP college football poll. Georgia remains number one ahead of Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Michigan State. Another weekend, another Big 12 coaching casualty. Gary Patterson is no longer the football coach at TCU. Jerry Kill will fill in for the rest of the season. 
The World Series moves back to Houston after a 9-5 Astros win over Atlanta. Game 6 will be tomorrow night at Midnight Park beginning just after 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 7.50, 10 away from 8. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us. Tom and Ward drive safely. We are 7.51 on a Monday morning. So if you're uh, in and around those school zones, be careful. Boy, I hope everybody had fun last night uh, with the uh, the trick-or-treating. We sat outside and watched the watched the kiddos come by. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, it, I'm telling you, it was our neighborhood was loaded with kiddos. That was fun to see. Fun, fun to time. see. Yeah. I noticed that they started earlier. Uh, last. Well, it's because dads wanted to get to the cowboy game. <laughs> That's what I was. I told my wife. She said, "No, it's because everybody thinks it's safer to trick or treat during the nope, night." Nope, that wasn't it. <laughs> Seven twenty kick. So we're out during the. I mean, they were trick or treating with the sun still up. So sure, <laughs> that was, it was. I thought, well, you know what? Start at noon, get it done. But anyway, uh, it was it was fun last night. All right. Uh, speaking of the cowboy game, the Cowboys do win over the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Do you consider that almost like stealing a game? With Cooper Rush at quarterback? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I, I think they were conceding, hey, you know, no matter – we feel good about Cooper – I think internally they're saying we feel good about Cooper Rush, but whatever happens, happens. We're not going to get our star in in a spot. So That's all it was about. It wasn't about, hey, this guy gives us an opportunity to win. They, I mean, look, behind closed doors they were going, uh-oh. All right, well, if we're going to have to – if we're going to have to be able to get where we get, we have to – proceed on the extreme side of caution and give Dak plenty of time to get back. Because that injury takes two to four weeks to get back to close to 100%. And so you look at the this game, it, you know, it's a non-conference game. It, you know, it, it's on the road at Minnesota. There's so many factors going in that you could go, if we're going to roll the dice and take a chance on losing a football game, this is the one we need to do. Yeah. Because if that goes down for a long period of time, it's game over. Yeah. It's a conference game, but it's not a divisional game. And right. they got a, what, a two-and-a-half game lead in the division? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, and now even bigger. But here's what Mike McCarthy said about Cooper Rush. I'll tell you what, I was glad, I was glad everybody got to see that because that's Cooper Rush. I mean, I think that's a real strength of him. Uh, you know, he, he plays the quarterback position. Um, you know, like a seasoned veteran that, that's played, you know, 10, 12 years in the league. You know, that, 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 I mean, that's, the, that's the man I get to see every day. I mean, he's very steady, um, very intelligent. You know, he's, he, he's, a, he's a great, you know, teammate. Uh, the quarterback room, you know, just, you know, the way he conducts, his, conducts himself, and I think that, that reflected in how he played tonight. I mean, he, he was ready to go, um, you know, and, and that's what the – the backup has to do. He has to go in there every week and prepare because, you know, he's one play away from getting in there. And um, I, I think his performance reflected that. He said, that's the guy that I get to see every day. Are you buying that? No. Oh, okay, you're not buying no, that. No, I'm not. I, you know, and look, he's saying the right things, and he's got to stand his quarterback up. 
and, and have him at least, you know, believe that the coaching staff believes it. And, and they do believe in him enough, but they I don't know that they they really thought, okay, we're going to go out here and be able to win this football game. I, I think they felt like, hey, if he can just not run this up on the curb and keep us in it, we got enough talent on the offensive side that we might can have a chance if we hang close. Yeah, but, I mean, Minnesota put that game on Cooper Rush to win or lose. Yeah. Well, they did. They took – they basically took the running game away and said, hey, big boy, if you're going to beat us, go beat us. And he threw for 325 yards. He did. I, You know, I still – I'm not a buyer. You, you can keep trying to sell it to me, but I'm not buying it. All right. He did what a backup is supposed to do. I'll say that. Last night he did anyway. Uh, yeah, he did run it up on the curb, and he kept him in the game, gave him a chance to win the football game. And see, for me, in, in my eyes, I, I thought he I thought he did a lot more than that. I, I, I thought that in that second was, half he went and, and, and made plays. Not for the, to me. He has a great supporting cast. That's what I saw last night. Okay. And that's fine. And so does everybody else that wins in the NFL. Uh, it's not just about the quarterback position, but I'll say this. They went on, what, an 80-yard drive, 75-yard drive at the end to win the football game? Mm -hmm. Uh, He made some plays. He had to make plays or they wouldn't have gone 75 yards. What do you think? CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Bottom line is the Cowboys are 7-1. They welcome the Broncos in next Sunday for a high noon kick at AT AT&T, and we'll have it for you right here on ESPN beginning at 11 a.m. Let's continue this morning. We're going to welcome in John Morris to the program. John's got our Baylor Sports Beat program right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Soccer bows out of the Big 12 tournament in Round Rock. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor football rolls on with a win over Texas. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by, let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So, let there be light. 
Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Playing the fourth of four quarterfinal games in the Big 12 soccer tournament in Round Rock last night. Baylor soccer bowed out of the tournament with a 1-0 loss to West Virginia. Baylor, the number three seed in the tournament going in, now has to sit and wait for the NCAA tournament announcement a week away. Meanwhile, Coach Dave Aranda and Baylor football with a big win over the Texas Longhorns Saturday at McLean Stadium. 31-24 the final score. Baylor trailed the game 14-10 at halftime, 21-10 early in the third quarter, only to come roaring back thanks in large part to Abram Smith with 145 yards rushing on the day. I think for the most part, you know, our motto is pound the rock, so even you hit like a little bit of adversity, you know, we didn't start it off how we wanted to. We didn't, you know, play the ball that we wanted to at the first half. You know, we knew how to, we had to finish strong. We had to come out and be the team that we knew we were. Abram Smith and the Bears following a 31-24 win over Texas that ups the record to 4-1 and one on the season in Big 12 Conference play. Baylor is 7-1 and one overall on the season. Now headed to Fort Worth to play TCU this Saturday afternoon at 2.30. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. We'll have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Second and 15. Jones fires it over the middle, and there's Diggs. Only heard here. With a deflected interception, left sideline. 10, 5. All season. Of course it's Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's Dallas and Denver this Sunday morning at 11 on your home for the Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. Dell Technologies' biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with Top Tech up to 45% off during their early access Black Friday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Oh, but ain't that America for you and me? Ain't that America something to see, baby? All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Studios. Our 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift. 
Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for these jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. Welcome into the program from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Drew Davidson. Drew, good morning. We appreciate your time this morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. When when this went down yesterday, uh, was the timing? Did you did you suspect that that this was going to happen in the middle of the season, or did this kind of catch you uh, off guard a little bit? Oh, it definitely caught me off guard. You know, we you know I, I kind of heard some rumblings and got some hints that hey, uh, TCU may be willing to part ways with with Gary Patterson. Uh, but certainly, I thought you know a lot depended on how the rest of the regular season went. And I certainly was not expecting a mid-season uh, change for a guy of his stature. Um, but at the end of the day, I also, you know, TCU asked or, or hoped he would coach the rest of the season. But, of course, given what Gary has done, uh, I don't blame him for not wanting to be the lame duck coach, so to speak. So, uh, But certainly it was a, an abrupt end and kind of a stunning end that it happened in the middle of the year, I thought, you know, maybe in the off season, uh, we could see a change, but, you know, certainly, uh, TCU felt like they needed to get out front, so to speak. Was the 31, 12 loss to Kansas state, the last draw, or, or was this in your opinion, in the works, uh, to, to move on? Uh, I think it's kind of a combination and, and I think they'd been having some, some conversations about, you know, kind of where the program was, where it stood, if if it was time to to move on. And I think, you know, the K-State loss just kind of crystallized it when, you know, obviously K-State's not really the benchmark of the Big 12, so to speak. And, uh, you know, they they had got a couple guys ejected. I mean, just, you know, a a pretty bad performance all the way around by TCU. And, And I think at that point they knew they wanted to move on. And they told Gary that, you know, hey, at the end of the season, you know, we don't want you to have the, the coaching role anymore. And, uh, you know, and he pretty much said, well, uh, then it's time for me to go. You mentioned the ejections for TCU. Do you think it looked like that Gary Patterson had really lost the, the reins of this football team altogether? I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I, I just – you know, I think certainly to a certain degree, maybe he lost the locker room a little bit. But, you know, TCU came in with high expectations this season of competing for the Big 12 title and, and you know, really uh, making some noise. And, and Gary even said he felt the chemistry was as good as the 2010 Rose Bowl team. And, you know, just they lost a couple one-score losses to SMU and Texas early on. And then, it's just kind of spiraled downward from there. And, and, you know, losing at home to West Virginia, I think was kind of an eye opener, especially by two scores and, and then kind of laying an egg in Manhattan. So I think it's just kind of a ongoing thing where, you know, he, he just was, wasn't able to just, you know, stop the bleeding, so to speak. And, and when, when you look at, you know, Gary Patterson, I, I kind of drank the Kool-Aid on TC coming into this year as well. You know, you just kind of assume, Hey, TCU's defense will be top three, top four of the Big 12. Uh, Gary will figure it out. And, and quite simply, they just didn't, you know, have the guys or, you know, they were had some injury setbacks or whatnot where the defense 
had just completely fallen off the cliff, it seemed like. And I was going to ask, with him being such a good defensive mind, where did this thing go wrong? I think it starts defensively. I mean, I you know, just they lost some guys to the NFL and, and battled some injuries, but they just didn't have, uh, you know, they, and whether, you know, did guys make plays or uh, what was it, the scheme or whatnot, you know, they just, uh, you know, were not able to get on the same page and, and really kind of play the, the style of defense that TC has become accustomed to under Gary Patterson. Uh, now, you know, some would argue he had earned the right to try and, you know, turn it around next season or whatnot. But TCU felt, you know, since 2018, they're now uh, a game under 500, and, and they felt like there's been enough time or sample size where it, it, it was time to move on. Do you think the transfer portal fills up with frogs this week? Uh, I don't know. This week, I would assume uh, it will fill up after the season, though. Um, and that, I think, happens probably with any program going through a coaching change, whether you're, you know, LSU or USC or, or uh, Washington State or, or any school. I think, you know, guys, you know, as much as you want to say you sign with the school, not the coach, I mean, that's easier said than done, um, you know, especially when when you look at the different schemes or, or whatnot, how they run the team. So I do, I, I, I would venture to guess, or it's safe to say that I would assume quite a few frogs would be headed to the portal, but, uh, but we'll see. I think a lot also depends on who they bring in and, and what assistance they retain, if any. Drew, obviously you're starting to hear names, and Sonny Dykes' name has popped up and all that good stuff. But I, from from your perspective and your seat covering this football team, what type of coach, not not who, but what type of coach are they going to be? Or will they be looking for? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll probably want a guy with head coaching experience. I mean, there's not anyone on TCU staff right now that you say, hey, this is you know, the coach and waiting, a Lincoln Riley type guy. Um, so I do think, you know, obviously they're going to have to go outside uh, to, to, you know, kind of find their next guy. But, you know, I, I, I think a guy with, you know, Texas ties who can recruit the state, knows the state, um, has had success. I mean, Sonny Dice kind of checks all the marks. He coached at TCU uh, or was an analyst on, on Pat Gary's staff in 2017. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, just early on, he's probably the betting favorite. But I do think TCU's, you know, I think it's an attractive job that a lot of candidates that, you know, may kind of come out of the left field, so to speak, could emerge as well. And, and on TCU's Board of Trustees, of course, Central Texas is own with Danny Tomlinson. And, uh, and they also have Joe Briggs, who's a, a lawyer with the NFL Players Association. So they do have some guys with some deep football roots um, on the Board of Trustees. And, of course, Jeremiah Donati, I'm sure, has kept a short list of potential guys that he would target, uh, you know, should Gary, should, should the Patterson era come to an end like it has. What is the timeline on this thing with them and Texas Tech both looking for a coach with probably the same qualifications and identities? Yeah, I, I mean, you, you know, the early signing period's December 15th, so I would assume you want someone in 
before that day. Uh, you, you know, but with that being said, I, I don't think TCU's going to feel rushed or, or you know, really, um, you know, kind of do their due do, do, uh, do their due diligence, so to speak, and, and really find out the right guy and, and go through the process. But but it, it could also move fast if, if they know who they want. You know, I, I think they'll be aggressive in trying to lock them up. Hey, Drew, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much uh, for popping on, and uh, we appreciate your time today. All right, anytime, guys. Thank you. Talk to you soon. That's Drew Davidson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. As the uh, as TCU begins their search, and I know Sonny Dykes' name has already popped up, but uh, there's going to be several names more that we're going to see surface. And uh, But it, I still find it strange when you let a guy go in the middle of the year because you say you want to get started, but yet the guys that you're probably going to want to talk to are still working right now. It, it makes it doesn't. They make have a no ton intentions of, of talking to you about a job when they've got other things in mind when they're coaching football right now. So, yeah, that's it. The timing of it, and, and sometimes, sometimes you just have to say, "Hey, it's time. We we just we can't wait anymore. We're, we're going to go ahead and do this." And you know, for whatever reason, that's that's what they they came to in this situation, and you know, that's what LSU has decided to do, and that's what Texas Tech has decided to do. I mean, there's several mm-hmm. of them already open midseason. Uh, it's, and you see this time and time again in college football. You see maybe one happen, sometimes two happen a season. But, I mean, it they're they're dropping like flies midseason this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the patience – is even smaller than what it was, which is I don't know. Yeah, and I don't. To me, don't that's ridiculous. But yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, I I, I know you can hear the noise and mm-hmm. everything else if you're an athletic director and and you're supporting staff and you understand it. But sometimes you just have to, you know, more times than not. Back in the day, you used to, you know, just fight through it. You knew the writing was on the wall, but mm-hmm. you know, you just let that kind of happen dead men walking and let them finish out the season. And then, then you make it. And, you know, even in the NFL, a lot of times, you know, a coach is about to go, but you know, that's why they call it black Monday after this last Sunday game in the NFL, all the not anymore start, start falling. But now this, you know, this year it's hit the it's road happened, now. Yeah. It's happening mid season and just, Hey, we're done with you. Get out of here. And, and, and I don't like it because you basically just, conceded the rest of your season yeah you train wrecked the season yeah you just said hey the heck with it we really don't you know and i think it sends a bad message to to the players as well that you gave up on them too you didn't just give up on the head coach you gave up on the players so i don't like it i don't either uh 13 minutes after eight this is game time here on espn central texas uh let's do a little housekeeping here we got several uh, uh, notes on the CNC Collision Center text line. Let's begin with Jr. He says, y'all keep m- mentioning Oklahoma State. We already play Oklahoma State. And he's right. They they, they played Oklahoma State, and we're talking about Baylor, a- and lost Oklahoma State. But the three teams that are still in the hunt to get to the championship game at AT&T Stadium are undefeated Oklahoma, one lost Oklahoma State, and one lost Baylor. Uh, so, you know, it, it depends on – how the these final four games for Baylor play out, but they still have an opportunity to get to AT&T Stadium and play for the Big 12 championship. Yeah, because here's the deal. If Oklahoma wins out and Oklahoma State wins out, well, those are your two teams. Yep. Well, well, they State, can't play out. They yeah, can't but win e- out. But yeah. even if um, 
even if Oklahoma State loses to Oklahoma and Baylor loses to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. well, the head-to-head belongs to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma yeah. State, mm-hmm. and so they'll be in that championship game. But that, if, that's if, why they're still in the mix, right? But if the Bears find a way to to beat Oklahoma, puts them right in the middle of this thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right I mean, in the middle. I mean, and they're could, in the middle of it right now. Yeah, it could be Baylor and Oklahoma, and that's what everybody keeps. Th- but it also could be Baylor and Oklahoma State. What if? I mean, what if? I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. What if? What if Baylor beats Oklahoma? At Oklahoma home. State beats Oklahoma in Stillwater. Then, then it's Oklahoma State and Baylor. So yeah, OU goes to Waco and goes to Stillwater. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there, there's all kinds of combinations uh, here, but it really comes down to those three teams. So that, that's that's uh, there you go, Jr. J- Jeff says knowing that Dallas felt they could lose a game to get Dak 100. percent Does this win give them another week to set to set him if he is not 100, percent or does he play next week regardless? No, I don't think he plays regardless. If he if he's in the same situation where he could potentially extend that injury. I think they go a different route. If he's oh, yeah. 100%, then he plays. Yeah, if he's ready to go, he'll he'll go on Sunday. And I, I think he will be. I, I just think that they'll they'll put him out there. <laughs> From the 254, Art Brawls for TCU. Uh, all right, thanks for the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, and and it, there you go. It is uh, 8.15, 15 minutes after 8 o'clock. We are going to talk a little high school football. We're also going to dive into the uh, – to the World Series where the Astros are still rolling. We'll do that and we'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cooper Rush makes his first NFL start at quarterback and rallies the Cowboys to a win over the Vikings. Details after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Cooper Rush started at quarterback last night in place of an injured Dak Prescott and threw two TD passes in the second half, including a game-winning five-yard fade to Amari Cooper in the final minute as the Cowboys notch a 20-16 come-from-behind win at Minnesota. Rush says he never felt overwhelmed making his starting debut in prime time. I felt like I belonged out there. You know, you're in the huddle, going through your processes. It didn't feel overwhelming at all. You know, I haven't played a lot, but, you know, being around the NFL, you're going against those guys every day. It's not like you're not seeing things. It never felt too big. You know, I just felt like in command. Playing with those guys that I get to play with out there on the, on the O-line, running back, receiver, makes my job a lot easier. Dallas has won six in a row and has a three-and-a-half game lead in the division. Have a happy Victory Monday. I'm Christy Scales. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Expect sunshine and blue skies today with a high of 79. Tonight's low will fall to about 55 degrees with mostly clear skies. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with a high of 78. Our next rain chance looks to be Wednesday ahead of an approaching cold front that will bring about a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms to the area and much cooler weather with a high Wednesday of 67. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight twenty one, as we welcome you back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And I know there's no way to do it, but, man, I would have liked to have seen the uh, World Series game maybe played during the day yesterday. But I know they're putting them all in prime time. I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, but, man, they're going up against the Cowboys. Do you think that that was uh, – They lost that battle. Yeah. Well, there's no question. And I know it's the World Series. I, I don't know what the numbers were. I'd be real interested. They'd probably be closer than than I think. 
Uh, but yeah, they, I'm sure that NBC, you think that was NBC timing. Won that one. You think it was timing on the on the part of NBC and the NFL to put the Cowboys on the Sunday night that the World Series is going on? Yes. I don't think it's a coincidence. No, it's not. There's <laughs> no by, way. It's a by no stretch of the imagination was mm-hmm. it a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Now I'll say this: for me, I was flipping back and forth. Uh, I was wearing out that flipper. Uh, not me. You were locked in on the football game. Yep. I know you were. Uh, but I was I was going back and forth. Uh, now, I didn't go back and forth as much after watching that ball fly out of the ballpark. And, oops, it's 4 nothing. Welcome to the game. Uh, Atlanta gets the uh, the grand slam right out of the box. And you're like, holy smokes, this deal's done. There's no way it's getting back to Houston. But give the Astros some credit. They started chipping away. 4-2, to 4-4. Four to four, and away we go. And they end up winning the baseball game 9-5. to five. So, uh, look, it's three games to two in favor of the Braves. But, uh, you like that the fact uh, that the, first of all you like the fact that it's still going. It, it, it's not it's not done. It didn't end last night in Atlanta. Uh, it's still going and it's headed back to Houston where the Astros fans they they tend to make a little I'm I'm just a little noise. I mean it, it, they can turn that into a little home field advantage and we'll see how it goes. I mean the Astros have now got to win two to to get this deal done but and uh but first you got to win one you got to win one in a row and that one in a row begins tomorrow night uh dusty baker talking about the series headed back to houston pressure's still on us because they you know they got the lead they still have to win they only have to win one and we have to win two and uh but the fact is you know we are going home you know we didn't want to end here with the celebration here we wanted to go home to give us you know the best chance you know to win with our fans because you see uh, you know how important the fans are uh, you know here to this team and uh, they're equally as important you know with our team uh, as far as getting us uh, ready you know us knowing the field us knowing the conditions and and just the comforts of being home versus being on the road so there you go they uh, are headed back to Houston and Minute made the juice box and we'll see what uh, what happens uh, with Game 6, Atlanta leading three games to two, and Game 6 coming up tomorrow night on Fox uh, at 7.09. I was just watching the game last night and thinking, okay, this game is moving kind of slow. <laughs> but look, there's 14 runs on the board. Well, that will happen. When there's 14 runs on the board, it's going to move slow. Sure it is. That and network television. Sorry. When it's regional television, it moves faster than in, when it's network television. Just A us. little bit, not much. About two they, minutes. They, of, about that, two minutes of break. I figured it out. Yeah, and, and look, they're almost to that point of regional television too. I mean, they they they've added breaks, and it takes a little bit longer. Uh, so yeah, that. Come on, we we I know that it, it's all about the mighty dollar, and and that's that's what's going to drive it. But if you want to speed it up, you're right. There there's a there's an easy way to do that. Well, I, I, I look at a regional television broadcast. It's about a minute and a half between half innings, and you watch a, you watch the network. I think I timed it the other day. There were two and a half. Some were three, three and a half. I mean, wow, uh, that, that's about twenty minutes. You know, because you're pl- every half inning, you're adding a minute, minute and a half of of commercials. That's twenty minutes. I mean, and again, I don't care about a clock. It's baseball, but some do. All right, eight twenty-five. That is uh, that is what's going on in the World Series, and again they'll play tomorrow night, seven oh nine for the first pitch over on Fox. Our program this morning brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since nineteen forty-three. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business 
for four generations. That is amazing, isn't it? The the Emory family uh, now headed up by by Braden. Uh, that's 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 unbelievable. 1943, four generations, and they've got one goal in mind. That's to make you a satisfied customer. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has built their reputation one customer at a time, and. They offer the uh, best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing. They've got hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They also have American-made grade 60 rebar. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. If, if you're going to do a, uh, a metal building or a barn dominium and you need some direction getting started, just ask John or Braden or anybody uh, with, uh, with Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They can, they can kind of guide you and direct you to, to get started. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has two locations. They're down in, in Bryan. They're also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open right now, Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, and again on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the thanks to Bill. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The World Series moves back to Houston after a 9-5 Astros win over Atlanta. Game 6 will be tomorrow night at Midnight Park, beginning just after 7 o'clock. Filling in for Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush led the Cowboys to a 2016 win over the Vikings. The Texans dropped a 38-22 decision to the Rams. Tonight on Monday Night Football, the Giants visit the Chiefs. Another weekend, another Big 12 coaching casualty. Gary Patterson is no longer the football coach at TCU. Jerry Kill will fill in for the rest of the season. In the NBA, the Dallas Mavericks improved to 4-2 with a 105-99 win over Sacramento. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. 8:29 on a Monday morning, and you know, 
Lord, so much of the time we get caught up in wins and losses and, you know, who's playing well, who's doing what. And then every once in a while you see something that uh, that makes you feel good about uh, about athletics. And we welcome in Shane Anderson to the program. Coach, uh, good morning. Appreciate your time. Let's uh, Tell me a little bit about Friday night and, and, and how this all came about. We're talking about a young man by the name of Titus. And Titus had an opportunity to, to play in a varsity football game on Friday night. Yeah, you know, first of all, thanks for having us on, and uh, good morning to you guys. Uh, yeah, Friday was a real special night for Titus and his family. Um, you know, Titus is a special needs kid that's been a part of our program here. Uh, he was here, part of the program before I got here in June, and then Titus and I kind of gravitated to each other, and, and uh, you know, he's in my hip pocket every day, all day at practice. And so last Sunday, you know, the, the Sunday before the, the week, we uh, we always spend time visiting with the opposing coach, and so uh, we uh, – Coach Lynn and myself, we, we talked, and then I explained to him, you know, kind of the situation, and that if the game dictated it, we could get him in and, and get an opportunity to uh, to let him play. And so it worked out. It was senior night. He's a senior, and uh, he got to be a part of it. So it was, it was a great event. And I watched the video, Shane, and, and I'm telling you, I believe the Cedar Hill kids were as excited as, as the Midway kids, and that, to me, made it just such a cool event. Absolutely. You know, Coach Lynn does a great job with those kids at Cedar Hill. And, you know, for them to embrace the situation, obviously, uh, you know, they knew they were going to win the game. I think they were a little more excited about winning the game than they were about anything. But, you know, they, they embraced it and they uh, celebrated with Titus in the end zone. And, uh, you know, their corner that was on our sideline, number 28, if you watch the video, he danced all the way down the field. And, you know, they were, they were you know, making it a big time. And, so, you know, like I said, just a tribute to Coach Lynn and his staff and his program for embracing it. And, you know, a tribute to our players and our program and our student section. And, mm-hmm. You know, it was just it was a great night for Titus and his family. And and, and for your seniors, I know that uh, that you wanted to send them off. Uh, uh, and this will be something that these kids will talk about at at their class reunion twenty five years from now. Yeah, you know, obviously the season hadn't gone like we wanted it to go. Uh, you know, back to back years. You know, the Midway Panthers have struggled in this district and. Uh, Hadn't found a way to win very many football games. But at the end of the day, uh, like you said, going into this deal, uh, you know, the wins and losses are nice. And, you know, that's how coaches are hired and fired. Obviously, you're seeing that all over the country right now. But uh, at the end of the day, it's about making uh, life-changing moments and, and teaching kids, you know, how to be men and, and how to live and how to do things the right way. And So, you know, anytime you can celebrate a young man that's, that's invested and, 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 and been a part of this program, then, you know, it makes it a special deal. Shane, thanks. Uh, I, I just wanted to get you on and, and talk a little bit about it and uh, and to salute you, your program, and to salute the Cedar Hill program for for making a young man's night uh, in, in, in a lifetime of memories for he and his family. And I just want to say thank you uh, uh, for doing that. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon. Uh, Shane Anderson, the head coach. And, and you know what? That's what high school football, that's what high school athletics is all about right there. I, I, we get so caught up in winning and losing and coaches coming, coaches going. But, man, here's a young man that got an opportunity to go into the football game, take a handoff, and run 60 yards. And if you get a chance, go to YouTube and, and check out the video. I saw it Saturday morning uh, in the Baylor press box at McLean Stadium. And, and I'm tell you, I got choked up. It was It was incredibly emotional. And ironically, uh, I get to church yesterday morning, and my pastor, Dr. Kerry Killo, happened to be at the Midway game. He pulls it up, and he's preaching on encouragement yesterday, and he uses that video in his, in his sermon.
And it was, it was, it really was a remarkable moment. And for me that, uh, you know, sometimes we, 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 we put a lot of emphasis on winning and losing. I get it, but man, that moment when you saw the midway players and the, the young man who scored the touchdown and the Cedar Hill players all together celebrating pretty cool, pretty cool moment. When you're talking about winning and losing, that's a win. Oh, I mean, bottom line, that's a win for the entire program. That's a win for everybody that was at that football game. And for Titus, that's a win for him as well. You know, take the scoreboard out of it. It doesn't really matter. And you just uh, enabled uh, a lot of kids and a lot of families to have a special memory of of when they were young. And you, you talked about, you know, talking about it at reunions. You know, it's just something that's going to continue to to be a good feeling for everybody that was involved in that. And it, it, in, in the, at the end of things, do the wins and losses really matter that much? And the answer is no. And coaches go into it, they want to win every football game they go into. The kids want to win every football game. But the coach's mind is, I want to create good men and women to contribute to society. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're trying to do. And that's a perfect example of what they're trying to do. We talk about it all the time. Life's lessons, man, they're, they're learning that athletic arena. They are learned in that athletic arena. And, uh, and, and that was one of them. Uh, that was Absolutely. clearly one of them. That was giving. Uh, stop and think about what Cedar Hill – Cedar Hill said, you know what, score the touchdown. This is going to be about this young man. Let's do it. Midway players, you know what, we didn't have the game we wanted. We didn't have the season we wanted. This is our last chance. Let's do this. Let's do this. And they all came together and did it. I mean, it, it, it made a young man's – Shoot, he'll—I guarantee he's in the in class right now, just buzzing around and, and and grinning from ear to ear right now. And how cool is that? How cool is that? Good it's stuff. Outstanding. Yeah, it is. And again, you can check it out on YouTube. I, I believe his name is Titus Holdman, and uh, just uh, <laughs> incredible moment. It, it really was. Uh, speaking of incredible moments, congratulations to the uh, West Trojans. They got it done Friday night. They beat the Grandview Zebras. They it was a tight game at halftime. It was a tight game throughout, and but uh, the uh, West Trojans found a way to get it done, and they win it twenty-eight to twenty. Does West and Grandview meet again later on? It's a possibility. Very much a possibility. What a but what a great win for the uh, for the West Trojans as they're now pretty much uh, have secured that district championship. You know, we talked about some of the other games that had playoff implications, and we talked about Gatesville and Conley. How about that game? Mm -hmm. Cadets win over at McCamey Stadium, but it was a fight. 47-45 over the Gatesville Hornets. What a football game. So uh, they're they're in pretty good shape for third place. And and Luke Luke Howard's team plays Gerald. Uh, a win puts them in. A loss by less than ten, I believe. In that, you know, you, you, sometimes you get into the positive, negative points. So, I, I think if even if they lose by less than ten, they're still going to secure the fourth place spot in the district. So, man, good stuff there. Uh, other teams, Toler get, gets the win. So, Bosqueville's dropped two in a row, having lost to to Crawford and to and to Toler now. Uh, how about this one? Mahia 57, Bullard 53, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is going to secure a spot in the playoffs for Mahia. That is a uh, that's a smaller district, and I think that that's going to get them a spot. I think it's a five-team district, so with, with that win, 
that's going to put them in that fourth spot, and they're going to get a they're going to get an opportunity to play in eleventh week. And and man, they've had some issues over there, and and that's kind of cool for those kids to to persevere through all that and and get that extra week. Yeah, coming into the season, and they you're right, they have faced some some things there that that not their fault. Teams, yeah, a lot of teams don't have to face, and so they found a way to to fight through it and and have an opportunity to play an extra game. So good for them. And uh, let's see, Mart, Lorena, China Spring, those teams just continue to roll and, and, and continue to play really good football. So uh, Ward Temple gets the win, Yep, and uh, they just continue to play good football. They're playing well. I mean, they didn't play their best game on, on uh, Friday night, but they, they played well enough to win, and, you know, that's what you have to do this time of season. If, if you have a game that you don't play – extremely well in for for four quarters you you still find a way to win and they were able to do that at leo buckley stadium on friday night secures them at least a a district championship tie now they can win it outright with a win over coppers cove on friday night and you know that's you know that's part of that goal board we talk about all the time that's in the coach's office that you know they had that circle win a district championship get through the non-district uh healthy and get ready to play for a district championship well, they have an opportunity on Friday night. They have at least a share in it, so they've reached that, but they'd like to have it outright and then get ready for a home game uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So, and we are down to the <laughs> – unbelievable, but we are down to the final week of the regular season. I, can you believe that? No, I cannot. I, I absolutely cannot believe we're already this to this point. Playoffs starting in, in 14 days. So – and we'll and we'll put it on our website and we'll do all that and we'll announce all that. But here's our plan moving forward for the uh, playoffs, for postseason playoffs. We are going to have coverage of the Mart Panthers, the Crawford Pirates, the Temple Wildcats, and the West Trojans. Those are the we we are going to cover four teams. It's a pretty big undertaking, but we're going to get it done for you. Uh, we got four teams that we're going to take care of right here uh, on our family radio stations. As we also continue our walk with Baylor football, and we uh, welcome in Baylor men's and women's basketball. So, uh, to say the least, we're going to be a little bit busy right here over the next few weeks. Yeah, and UMHB heading into the playoffs yep. as well in That's a couple a, of weeks. Yep. And most of them, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, because of their, their ranking and their seeding, most of their, their playoff games should be. Uh, in Belton, knock on wood, yeah, they they should have a have an opportunity to play their games in in they're right there in Belton, and that's you know that's why you have to you know continue to win and win confidently, uh, so you can have that high ranking and and give you that opportunity. Now it still depends on uh, the NCAA on on what they may do with where they put them regional wise and all mm-hmm. that. I mean it it could go awry, but. Hopefully it does not, and it gives them opportunity to have those playoff games there in Belton, and that's huge for this team to have that home field advantage, not have to, you know, get on a bus or a plane and travel and all those aspects that go into it. You never know what's going to happen and how the team is going to react to that. So, you know, get to sleep in your own bed and wake up for a playoff game, that's that's a huge advantage to anybody. All right, uh, so it's, it's that time of the year. It is that time of the year. High school teams – Winning championships, positioning for playoffs, uh, UMHB getting ready as they kind of wind down. Baylor still with four games to be played 
uh, in the regular season, two at home, two on the road, and they begin with a 2.30 kickoff in Fort Worth on Saturday. Uh, and uh, the uh, tailgate show is going to begin at uh, – at 12.30, still uncertain whether or not we're going to have game game day live, but uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that uh, On uh, as far as Saturday is concerned. It's uh, 8.42. We're 18 shy of 9 o'clock. Greenies coming up at 9. Don't forget John Morris talking Baylor football and soccer and all other things uh, at uh, 3 o'clock, and then Matt Mosley will join us at uh, 4 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, Ward, we, we, we had, by the way, we did have somebody stationed out on uh, – on the street, uh, I told him that you'd be bringing donuts by for for Mosley and and for Lark and myself. And nope, didn't happen. Mm-mm, sorry, didn't happen. I was in I was in the press box already. Not so. at no seven a.m. You weren't. I was there seven thirty. Were you really? Yeah, absolutely. For a noon kick. Yeah, I was already already in Belton. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Got to get there early. Oh, I know. We were. Uh, I, I pulled in the parking lot at five forty-five well, Saturday so, morning so at uh, McLean you know. Stadium. So, all right, let's talk about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburger. As I was over there, we were solving the world's problems. I think Thursday they're at eighteen ten Herring, uh, the best burger to Waco by far. It, it just it just is. I mean, and I'm not sure if it's that secret seasoning they put on it or 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 what. But here's the deal, and, and I've told you this before, but it's worth repeating. That burger is going to be prepared when you order it, not one second sooner. There's not patties sitting on the grill. There's there's not burgers pre-made sitting under a heating lamp or in a styrofoam box or any of that stuff. You place the order. They start barking the orders. I mean, you know, you know, I want a hamburger and you know, blah blah blah. Then they start going, okay, we got two down, or I mean, I don't know what all that stuff means. All I know is that that's when the patty goes on to the grill, and that's when the burger starts taking shape. And you could have it any way you so choose. I, I know there's some that like onions, some that don't, some that like grilled onions, some that don't. Some put jalapenos on it. Some put cheese on it. Some don't. That would make it a cheeseburger, by the way. That's my pet peeve. When I say I want a hamburger and I go, you want cheese on that? No, that would be a cheeseburger. I want a hamburger. That's, that's always been my pet peeve. I don't know why. Don't know why I brought that up. Uh, anyway, the, there's they've got fries, tots, the, the whole works, and, and you can get it all at 1810 Herring. They're, uh, they're open until 4.30 weekdays and then half a day on Saturday. So check them out. You're going you're gonna to love Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. And, again, they're at 1810 Herring. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from volleyball coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, this week only from 6 to 7 p.m. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now.
that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Hi, I'm Amanda Cunningham, a local realtor born and raised in Waco, Texas. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, I would be honored to represent you. I have a team full of amazing agents, and together we've sold over $30 million in volume halfway through 2021. I'm passionate about what I do, and I love people. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home with global exposure, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. Offering buyer locators, direct relationships with Facebook, global networking, and your own custom websites are just some of the tools we use giving you the apex advantage. Our tools work. Call me, Amanda Cunningham, today, 254-495-0338. To find me, Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor, Waco, Texas. Search me on Facebook at Amanda Cunningham Realtor or find me on Instagram as well. I'm Amanda Cunningham with Cowell Banker Apex and I cannot wait to hear from you. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. The World Series moves back to Houston after a 9-5 Astros win over Atlanta. Game 6 will be tomorrow night at Midnight Park, beginning just after 7 o'clock. Filling in for Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush led the Cowboys to a 2016 win over the Vikings. The Texans dropped a 38-22 decision to the Rams. Tonight on Monday Night Football, the Giants visit the Chiefs. Another weekend, another Big 12 coaching casualty. Gary Patterson is no longer the football coach at TCU. Jerry Kill will fill in for the rest of the season. In the NBA, the Dallas Mavericks improved to 4-2 with a 105-99 win over Sacramento. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 848. We are a dozen minutes in front of nine. And it is time for the grab bag here this morning. We're going to begin with uh, soccer. Baylor battled West Virginia for the second time in a week, and it was the Mountaineers that came out on top as they win one to nothing in the quarterfinals down in, I believe, San Antonio, uh, Round Rock, rather. And the uh, Baylor soccer season comes to an end with that loss down in uh, Round Rock. one nothing, uh, 1-0, the, uh, the final score by West Virginia winner. Over Bader. Top 25. Uh, Ward, we never got a chance to go over the top 25, and I know it's a highlight of your day. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Nothing really changing at the top with Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, and Oklahoma at the top. Uh, Is that going to be the four tomorrow night? Well, see, I was about to ask you the same question. 
I, boy, I tell you what, I think there's some pressure on that committee. If they leave Cincinnati out of this thing. I don't think they can right now. I don't think they can right now. They, they'll find a way later. You think? <laughs> if they can, yeah. Well, it's their goal. I guarantee it's their Absolutely. goal. Absolutely. Uh, especially with Michigan State and Ohio State sitting right mm-hmm. in behind mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Uh, clearly, Georgia's going to be there. And, and one loss – and tell me how one loss Alabama will be there ahead of some of the undefeateds. Because it's Alabama. That's exactly right. Name on the front of the jersey. Name on the front of the jersey. It's not uh, – again, I'll, I'll, I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. As long as you have people voting – and people's opinion, that, and I don't care what their qualifications. I could care less what their qualifications are. If it is an opinion or a vote, then it's wrong. There's There's got to be a clear-cut way to win your way into a game and not play your way out. We've talked about this a million times. When this poll first comes out, what is it, July, I think? When the the initial preseason poll comes out, somewhere in there, my, in my opinion, those four teams are the teams that are in the national championship tournament until they play their way out, until they lose. You, if you win, you're in at the top. Like, anyway, uh, Baylor, uh, Oklahoma State, by the way, is number eleven. Baylor is fourteen. UTSA is sixteen. I think that's pretty cool. What'd you think about the contract of Jeff Trailer, by the way? How about that? Uh, that's a little preventative move by UTSA now it does it really mean anything no it, you know it, it it's good right now and look it may mean something to Jeff trailer we don't know I, don't I mean know. you know I have I haven't spoken to the man I have no idea so you know it, it may be hey this is where I want to be this is home uh, I, I've still got work to do here uh, even though you know we're playing undefeated football right now I, I have bigger goals in mind so you know it may that may be exactly where he wants to be but i just have a feeling if you know if the right if the right opportunity comes his way he he'll certainly take it and it'd be a disservice to him and his family not to be able to do that uh i'm real interested to see and i didn't i i kind of looked a little bit but i didn't spend a whole lot of time because of the game last night i interested to see what the buyout might be on that deal yeah he he got what twenty eight mil over mm-hmm. the next ten ten years through twenty thirty one, but yeah, you're right. Uh, it, it's if there if if it's an, an a ridiculous buyout, then UT San Antonio Roadrunners, congratulations, you've nailed down your guy. If it's not, then <laughs> oh, even if it is, it doesn't matter nowadays. They yeah, find a way well, to make it that's happen. A, that's a good point. They find a way to make it happen, yep. don't they? Yep. Uh, Houston's number twenty. And uh, SMU is now 21 with the loss. Did you see how the Cougars Ugh. and the Ponies went at it on Saturday night? That was a heck of a good football yeah, game. That was a slugfest. Absolute slugfest. And what a return there by the Cougars. SMU drives down, gets points, takes the lead, kicks off, and on the kickoff, Houston returns it, what, 102, 103 yards, something like that, uh, for yeah, a touchdown? Absolutely. Unbelievable. Put it through the back of the end zone and yep. dribble it up there. Don't give them a chance. Way to go, Cougs. Members of the Big 12. <laughs> SMU, SMU now suffers their first loss. They are 7-1. And, oh, by the way, Auburn's 12 and AM's 13. I mention that because – Guess who plays this week? That's exactly right. In uh, College Station, 12th-ranked Auburn, 13th-ranked A&M. They tee it up in uh, College Station. 
on Saturday afternoon. I believe that is a uh, 2.30 kick as well. So there you go. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, and that is our uh, that is our uh, our uh, grab bag. But I was just looking at the top 25. I don't mention it a whole lot because I get frustrated every time I think about this. I understand what it means. And, and I know that the, you know, tomorrow night at what at six o'clock or something like that Yeah, it's a weird time i can't remember exactly what time i think it is six o'clock the, they'll have the first uh made for television event made for television playoff thing that's an espn deal sell a lot of commercials so they could talk about it for 57 minutes and uh, and then show you the uh show you the brackets i don't know it uh uh but i i i can't imagine and this one means nothing no it's the first one yeah I mean, it's fun to, to kind of get a look at it. but So are they, are, are they still convening in Grapevine like they have been? Is that how this works? I think they're still there. I think yeah. they're still the headquarters. I'm not I'm not totally positive on that. I'll check on it for you, but I, I think that that's – And know, look, that's I, I'm, I'm the are. first to say it's a blue ribbon committee, blue ribbon panel. Uh, but again, I don't care. Uh, it's the one and only sport – where you do not play your way into a championship, you play your way out. And it's the only one where your your body of work doesn't mean anything if somebody doesn't like you or they like this one better. I, it just – it's wrong. Sorry. I mean, you got the greatest game going in college football and you wreck the end of the year. It's a wreck. Four teams is a wreck. Sorry. I don't like it. I mean – I'd rather see more teams have the opportunity and, you know, have have upsets and, and things like that. There, there's certainly an easy way to get it done, uh, but they, you know, they choose not to. And I don't want to hear it, it's about the money because you could take all these bowl games and make them a playoff game and certainly bolster their opportunity to sell tickets because right now the, the only one that are going to the bowl games are – family members of the team in most cases and so it you look up in those bowl games and empty stands well that wouldn't happen if it was a playoff game between you know several teams and so i i think that you take those bowl games you make them part of the playoff bracket and there you go you fix two problems in one yeah you could do that you can give a home the first round you could play at a home stadium where you know you're going to have a a big, I mean, there's a million things to do. Plus, Ward, as you know, the the dollars are going to increase. Such, look, look at the NCAA basketball tournament. Look what it's done for because CBS and their family of stations, they're willing to write that big old check for that great event, and it is a great event. Maybe the single greatest event in athletics is the is March Madness because it is such a great event. It's just a great event. And everybody plays their way into the tournament, and then you start playing games, and you get upsets, and you get this one. and It's a great event. I'm not telling you that UTSA is going to win a national championship. Don't think they can. Don't think they're good enough. That's, but that's a thought. That's an opinion. Here's what I do know. They're never going to get a chance. No, never, they're not. Never, ever, ever going to get a chance. No, they're not. Ever. So sell that to a kid. Hey, come here and never get a chance to win a championship. Well, they can win a conference championship. That's right. Go to a good bowl game. That's right. Keep preaching. You're not going to get into the dance. Nope. 
You're never, ever going to. All right, we got to go. That is going to do it for us. We appreciate your time today. It's 857. Greenies coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears making the trip to Fort Worth this Saturday for the rivalry matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs. Join Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for all the action of Baylor Bear football. Bears, Frogs, this Saturday from Fort Worth, here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, 